Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'eses Hashem, Shalom Bayes, Shir number 101. And we're going to talk today about what happens when a husband and wife have very deep, different Hashkafic uh, philosophies that are different from one another, and they fight about it. And uh, the general rule you need to know is as follows, is that sometimes these deep um Hashkafic differences that they have or strong opinions that they have, um, if they affect the, the household itself of how you're running a house and, uh, you know, what yeshivas to send your kids to and, uh, you know, the hanagas of the house and, and, um, and things like that, then there needs to be real discussions about it and work it through to come up with a compromise um, to just you know, to establish what the Hanhog and the house should be, even though you both feel very differently about something and you choose some type of a compromised Hanhoga that works for the both of you and you work with that. So I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about here, which is very, very common, and listen carefully, this is when there's already a Mahalach in the home that both of you agree and came to terms with and compromised on, you already both both decided uh, what type of yeshivas or basiakos or girl schools, whatever, to send your children with. You both are already aligned in deciding on the the level of kashras in your home and the way the Shabbos is supposed to look and the hanhagais and and what what um, you impose in the house, what should be done and not be done. So. Let's assume for now that that more or less is in line, and you have a mahalach in the home that you both agree with. Nevertheless, what happens very often is, is that when you have deep-rooted hashkafa differences, uh, they could be, they could that could cause a tremendous machlokes um, that's really not necessary. And I'm just going to give you a few examples of this so you understand what I'm saying. Um, first, from a total secular story. This is an interesting story. Um, in the 1940s, you had two famous actors. One of them became a director. Uh, one of them, his name was Jimmy Stewart. And another one was uh, Henry Fonda, uh, the father of someone, Jane Fonda. Some people may know. But regardless, they were two actors that were very famous and well-known, especially in the 1930s and 40s. And James Stewart was a, a very strong patriot, a Republican, conservative. And Henry Fonda was a very leftist, liberal Democrat. But they were very, very good friends. They were very close with one another. And what happened was is they had a real beautiful friendship for many, many years. And this is what I heard. I heard that at one point, though, they got into a discussion about politics and they got into an argument. And the guy, argument got so fierce and so deep because, again, they both felt very strongly about their opposing views that um, they basically got into shouting matches and um, they basically became estranged. And they stayed away from one another and they didn't talk to each other, which is very, very sad. And then after a while, um, I don't know which one realized it, maybe the both of them said to themselves, this is a beautiful friendship. 
Why, why should I um, hurt that friendship because of this political difference, even though it's a very deep thing and it means a lot to me? And what happened was, is they made overtures one to the other, however it was. They started talking to each other again, and again became very, very close, but with one thing. They made sure, between the both of them, never to discuss politics again, because that was an area that separated the both of them in a very deep way, and they never brought it up again. And their friendship was renewed and became stronger than ever. Had also in my family, there was a, you know, from a great uncle and, and those, and another relative, also very interesting. This is more in the Yiddish Ashkafa differences here, um, where there were two relatives of mine that were very, very close with one another. They were inseparable. They were the best, best friends. And they loved each other very much. Now, one was a Satmar Chosid, and the other one was a Kloisenberger Chosid. And but they were extremely close, and again, there was a day where all of a sudden, you know, they had a discussion, of course, about the whole concept of Zionism and things like that, which again, you know, they had opposite shitas in many area aspects of that, and they both felt very passionately about each of those subjects, because as you know, Zionists this is not uh, the topic of these uh, shalom bias groups. I could make a different group about Zionism. But uh, there's a lot of things I would want to talk about before, ha- before that. But the bottom line is, is their hashkafic differences about that subject was so deep and so fierce that they got into this argument and there was a big blow up and then they didn't t- talk to each other for a good while. It could have been even a year or two or more. I don't know exactly the time frame, which was also a terrible thing because they were very, very close. And then again, it must have been, after a while, they realized, why should we kill a beautiful friendship because of a deep difference? And they got to, they met each other by a simcha. I don't remember exactly all the details of the story. And they started talking to each other again. And over time, they became um, very close again, and in certain ways, even closer than before. Closer than before because they realized their friendship was very dear to them, and it was almost lost because of a machlaikis of ideology that the truth is, is no one would convince the other one. You're not going to convince a real satmar chosid that really was, you know, felt that way about Zionism. You're not going to change their mind, and you're not going to change the one that's pro-Zionism for whatever, you know, whatever that is. You're not going to change their mind. You're not going to change their minds. So there's a, it's really no tayelis to even talk about it. So why break a friendship because of that? So that's another story. Um, and they became best friends again. Very, And the same thing goes with also friends, in general. You have a chavrusa, you have other people. I have chavrusas, some of them that have opposite hashkafas than me. So it's very important, and I love them. And we respect each other and love each other. But we have opposite Ashkafas about certain stuff. So we try our best to navigate around it because we know that because you feel deeply about it, it could cause some Agmas Nefesh and some period there, which is really totally not necessary. Because again, this is not a matter of trying to convince one or the other. They're sort of set in their opinions. It's not going to change. And there's no point in bringing it up again. 
and um, you have that in the political arena too. You know, the, these days, uh, you know, there's a show called Dennis Prager Show, interesting show. A lady called up, and she says she feels terrible. She knows it's her fault. She's a conservative or um, a Republican, a Trump supporter or whatever, and her parents uh, are, are very liberal, and they're older people. They're her parents, and she says, I can't help myself. I visit them, and they're watching the TV, CNN, and other, and they're, they're spewing all this, in her view, spewing all this nonsense and these lies, and she yells at her parents, how could you listen to this garbage and, uh, you know, and this, you know, with this liberal, you know, fake uh, news and so on and so forth and gets all upset and they get upset at her, you know. And so Dennis, this was on a radio show, I was listening and Dennis Prager basically told the lady like this, listen, you know, they're the only two parents you got. You're not going to change their minds. And they may not even be politically oriented. They, this is the news they watch, and you're not going to change their minds. And the only parents you have, so let it go. It's a mitzvah to honor your parents. You honor your parents. So you take a, you make a joke about it. You say, "Oh, here comes the truth news," you know. But don't, but don't harp on it anymore. Let it go. And with these uh, three stories or examples I gi- I, I'm giving you, you need to apply that, especially, especially between a husband and a wife, you know, for whatever the reasons may be. If, again, if it's something internal in the home, they have to have that discussion and work it out. But so often these arguments between husband and wife that can get very bitter comes from things that you're not going to change each other's minds about and there's no tayelas to. Like, for example, I'll give you just a muscle. Uh, you know, uh, one of them has some relatives that are more modern orthodox, and the other one has more relatives that are more yeshivish, right? And each one uh, sort of throws uh, how they feel about one to the other, you know, the positives and negatives of it, and they get into an argument. Now, besides whatever, I'm even putting aside any possible Isolashon Hara that may come about with these type of discussions, which are very common. Let's even assume you manage to avoid being over on any Isser Lashon Hara when you're having these conversations. You know, let's say, again, very common. Uh, one of them is more from Hasidish relatives. The other one has more Litvish relatives. So there's obviously clashes, different cultures. So they, you know, obviously in their own home, they'll work it out. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about the hashkaf of it and, and, and finding the negative in the other one and, and 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 kibitzing and 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 cheppering and 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 teasing about these things till one of them gets upset why you're bringing this up again and all that a lot of these type of conversations like that are really really just pointless not only pointless destructive there's no tayelis about it and i know it's very hard i know it's very hard because this for example with me i have this with some of my cheruses and some of my relatives that i love very much but we have difference of opinions. Now, sometimes we could have a, you know, an honest conversation between each other about the differences, how I feel, how you feel. That's fine. But very often it gets to a point where people get emotional about it because they feel very deeply about it. And then they realize, hey, I'm getting angry here already. And it's causing me to get angry. And I may say something I may regret. I may say something hurtful that I don't really mean to say. And... And, and that's when you have to sort of check yourself and say, hey, I got to stop right here. I can't go further. And 
with a husband and wife, it's very important that way. You both know from each other what you deeply, there's certain hashkafas that you may feel deeply that you just see it differently. And you're never going to come to terms with, on a practical level, like I said, you worked, worked it out. So in the home, it's not an issue. But just overall, that those hashkafic differences, they mean a lot to you. So you'll express it and your wife will get upset or your husband will get upset. And it's very important in 99.9% of the cases to just let it go. You're entitled to your hashkafas, entitled to your, 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 you know, elu the elu, whatever it is. But Khalila, don't, you think 10 times over, is there any Tayelis in this? Now, again, if it's a practical thing in the house, there may be a Tayelis, and then you need Shikoladas and Tfila and communication to work out whatever the Hanog is in the house that you, have to, that you have to do. But in so many, so many instances where it's not Negea at all on a practical level, it's just the Hashkofik differences, it's best to just let it go and coexist peacefully, like in the stories I mentioned, with Ahava and Achva and Sholem and Reyes. Have a wonderful day.